Hello again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to S-C-R-E-M-Q-U-E-E-N-Z. What does that spell? Scream Queens, that's what. Hi, my name is Patrick Walsh, and every month, twice a month, I'm your guide to the weird, wonderful world of horror movies, and you get to see them through my very, very gay little eyes. But you know what? We're in a crisis right now, so I am stepping up production. So welcome to episode 289. A bonus episode. <laughs> So tonight, we're going to be talking about the movies that you could see in the theater right now. And I'm talking about The Invisible Man and The Hunt. Uh, Patrick, haven't you heard? All the movie theaters have been closed. Uh, duh. Yes, I've heard. Have you heard that you can now rent a whole bunch of movies from Universal and a bunch of other studios, including The Invisible Man and The Hunt? You can rent them and watch them at home right now. So why don't you stick that in your hat and... Wear it on your head like you do with a hat. What am I saying? I have no idea. But before we get into all that stuff, we need to have a little talk, right? You know, because, well, I mean, do we really? Because there's like nothing going on in the world right now that needs discussing at all, right? Just nothing, just regular, boring, huh? Well, no, let's talk. Okay, first of all, we all know what's going on, right? Coronavirus, we're all quarantined. Okay, great. Cool. Well, not great and cool, but let's just say that's just the way that that's just the new normal now. Let's accept it for what it is and not freak out right now. Let me talk. Let me talk. I got my point. Okay. In the past week, in my little podcasting spheres, every fucking podcast is scrambling to make everything about the coronavirus. I have to get the information out. I have to save the world. I have to get all these experts on. And I'm just not here. That's not going to happen here. You know why? I'm sick of hearing about it. The more I hear about it, the more paranoid I get, and that's not doing me any good. Paranoia and fear is not going to be any good, especially for podcasters. Are you a doctor, Mr. Podcaster? Then maybe I'll listen to you. If you're not, shut the fuck up. You're just adding to the noise. There's enough noise out there right now. Let's just chill the fuck out. Stay at home. It's not hard. Stay at home. Wash your hands. Now, my whole take on it is I think a really big problem, depending on how long this goes on and who, know this, who knows how long this might be, a real threat that nobody's addressing is boredom, cabin fever, isolation, which of course leads to depression, which leads to all kinds of bad things. So I have got a contingency plan. The Scream Queen's contingency plan for disasters. Yeah, that may not be applicable to all disasters, but this isn't even a disaster yet. So let's all chill. Everybody take a breath. Take a breath. Don't breathe it out on anybody. Breathe it out, though. But don't breathe it on anybody. Okay? Just chill. Chill. That's going to be my word for the day, apparently. Now, where the fuck was I? <laughs> that was contingency plan. Yep. If you did not see the video that I posted on Facebook the other day and the one I posted this morning, I've got three prongs going on. Oh, you shut your dirty mouth. That's not what I mean. Ew. Ew. That's gross. No, I mean, I have a three-pronged plan of attack. Ew, that's not what I meant either. Would you stop? I'm trying to be serious here. God, no. It's, 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 like I said, I think boredom is going to be really difficult, and I think we as a community can start interacting with each other. We've got this community here, and right now, podcasting is great. Stepping up production is great, but that's not one of my prongs. Stop it. I'm not going to tell you again. Stop thinking about my prongs. No, all I can think about is prongs. 
Okay. Podcasting is a one-way form of communication. We, you're being entertained, hopefully, or at least distracted. Definitely, I am very distracting. But that may soothe some loneliness and boredom and depression, but that's not communication. So that's what I'm trying to set up. Like, okay, one of the things I'm doing is stepping up these screenings that I do. You know the screenings did it do that most of you never come to? We're going to be doing them regularly. Right now, I've got plans. There's one tomorrow. Tomorrow is Saturday, March 21st. And I know this is last minute, but they won't be for long. They're going to be, does that, I'm just going to make a schedule for this sort of thing. So they'll be out in advance. And from now on, Saturdays are going to be the spooky Saturday double feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tomorrow, especially, is going to be family friendly. So you don't have to go isolate yourself from your loved ones or your people who don't like horror movies. Bring them along. Bring them along because it's only going to be slightly spooky. Okay. The movies we're going to be screening tomorrow are Coraline, which we all know and love, and Abbott and Costello's The Time of Their Lives. And if you're not familiar with that one, it's one of my all-time favorite movies. It's one of Abbott and Costello's best. It's one of their most mature movies. It's not all like Three Stooges slapstick stuff. It's got a great story. It's about ghosts, yo! Yeah, Luke Costello and this chick whose name I should know, but I don't. She, they get killed during the Revolutionary War. People think they're traitors, and they are cursed to haunt the manor where they died forever. Which is actually fine for them. They're having a ball because the place is empty. It's a museum or something, so nobody lives there. Until one day, Bud Abbott comes along with all of his dick friends. They buy it, and these two are not having it because they want the house themselves. So they set out to haunt the house and scare these other people away. It's adorable. It's sweet. It's heartwarming. You'll have a great time, and you can watch it with your whole family, even your people who hate horror. Coraline's a little freaky. This one's not. So that's going to be happening tomorrow at 2 p.m. There's a link down... 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, let me, I should say. There's a link down there in the show notes. Now, I know I said I wasn't using My Circle TV anymore, and I don't plan to. It's just that I ran out of time. You would think with nothing to do all day, I would not run out of time, but I'm surprised to find I have lots to do, and lots to do here. And a lot of that is setting things up and testing things out. Going forward, it looks like Discord is going to be the place to go. If you're not on Discord, please sign up. If you are on Discord... You can join my server by going over to www.screamkings.com. I moved the box to the top of the page. Click the box, join my server. We're going to be screening movies there from now on because the options to do stuff there are much more flexible and, dare I say, unlimited. As a matter of fact, most of my prongs can fit in Discord. Shut up! When did you get so gross? Oh, yeah. I'm a bad influence. I keep forgetting. (laughs) And the other thing that we're starting this weekend. Uh, I tried this a while ago and it didn't really work because I didn't have the software that I really wanted, but this is another thing that Discord will sort out over time. We're going to start the Sunday Social Seshes. The Sunday Social Sesh. That's really hard to say quickly. Now, it looks great in print, the Sunday Social Sesh, but now it's a, a tongue twister. We know we're going to stick with it. And that is just hanging out on webcams in a chat room together and talking about whatever the fuck we feel like for an hour or whatever wherever we need come talk about horror movies talk about not horror movies just vent about being bored vent about your fears whatever just come talk to us because over time we're all going to need to socialize and human interaction cannot be replaced and even though it's a webcam it's something it's something and it'd be a great way to bring this community even closer and i want you to be a part of it the third prong For you gamers out there, and I'm putting an emphasis on gay, I set up a spreadsheet 
for you to add your gamer tags to. You know, um, because we should start playing games together, right? Which is something else we can do on Discord. But whatever platform you use, I put it out there. You could uh, sign up. You could add your name, add your tags, your handles rather, whatever platforms you use, your favorite game, and let's start playing games. Let's blow shit up, kids. Or, or solve puzzles or mysteries or, 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 I don't know, Scrabble. Whatever the fuck you do on your games, just come and do them with us. Come, come play with each other. I'm not going to tell you again. Please get your mind out of the gutter. There's a goddamn international world crisis going on. You're just disgusting, and I know I love it. Stop it, stop it. Just please continue. Anyway, but yeah, it's been fun. because uh, The thing is, what's been amazing, having nothing to do, I, just coming up with all this stuff and starting to organize it has taken up so much of my time that I haven't had time to be bored to sit around the house. For instance, I moved the Scream Queens recording studio from the bedroom where it was over into the living room yesterday. And it took forever, but that's not the part right now because I would rather have a high-speed connection during times of internet crisis like this than rely on the Wi-Fi because it could get a little slow and cloggy. And you know what? Nothing slow and cloggy up in your ears now, do you? Or wherever Orifice were coming at. Stop it! That's me. That was all on me. That was all on me. And so I'm sitting in my living room right now, and it's probably not the most ideal Situation, sound-wise, right now, although they can't be avoided because the the uh, dishwasher's running, there's something going on outside. I don't know what's happening, and I don't have my soundproof baffling up, and I could die at any moment. No, I'm not talking about the coronavirus. I'm talking about the Christmas present that my mother got me. What is she talking about now? Shut up. She's about to tell you. My mother got me an instant pot for Christmas and it's sat in the box since then mostly because I don't cook much anymore you know I cooked every day for 10 years with Mr. Brad and I just like don't feel like it anymore and also the instant pot that you got me is from the prairie woman line just says right there on the top prairie woman instant pot So it's got blue gingamy and flowers, and it could not be any gayer in a bad way than humanly possible. I kind of looked at it and I said, that is fucking hideous. One of the things I've been thinking was like, oh, well, you know what? what I, one of the things I could do, because we, New York City could go into total lockdown any time now. Why don't I start planning mega meals? Where I can eat one and freeze a bunch of them, so I'll have them later on. You know, every time I go out to order something, I order two. I eat one, put one in the freezer. Why not? Plan in advance. But I didn't know that Instant Pot is just a euphemism for pressure cooker. If you grew up watching Bugs Bunny cartoons, and if you don't, I feel sorry for you, you would know that pressure cookers were the causes of so many explosions. <laughs> In so many of those cartoons, to so many of those characters, that as soon as I realized what it was, I became horrified. So the pressure cooker is cooking my mag week dinner right now, and I could die at any moment if I did something wrong. The instructions are, like, terrifying. They're absolutely, do not do this. Don't ever do this. Don't you do this. If it does this, stop. I'm just like, instant pop my ass. Instant death is more like it. Gee, Mom, thanks for the goddamn grenade. Merry Christmas. But so far, so good. Okay, so since in the second of 
interim that you didn't even notice because I'm such a smooth editor. The Instant Pot released its steam, meaning that everything was done. I pulled my pork. Shut up. I'm making pulled pork. I'm not actually pulled. God damn it. What's the matter with you? Okay, I'm just going to blame it on isolation. You're already going cabin fever. You've already got cabin fever. That's why you're being so beautifully disgusting. Don't you ever stop. I love it. I'm only pretending that I don't. Anyway. So that all seems to be going well. So why don't we shift gears? Let's talk about some movies. Okay, so the two movies that I picked, of course, are Invisible Man and The Hunt. Which, as I said, you can now rant. Go to Universal. I, I, I will find the link. I don't have it right now. I will put it in the show notes. Said you are maximally entertained. Maximally entertained. Now, some of you might say, Oh, Patrick, aren't they charging $20 for a rental? A two-day rental. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah, that's a steep price to pay. But here's the thing. Well, for me, going to the movies... Let's see if I went, but if I'd gone to see either one of them, not using my AMC A-list membership, it would have been $24 each. So a $20 rental is a $4 savings for me, but I get it. Other people are like, no, I don't want to pay that much. Okay, look, the movie studios are taking a huge loss on this. They're going to lose millions on this. And grant, I know they're big conglomerate corporations, but you know what? See, they also control the movies, man. Studios fold. You aren't going to have any movies. So, you know, I don't blame anybody for trying to cut their losses during this. And that's fairly valid. I mean, it's a little bit more than you would pay normally. But from what I understand, particularly with The Invisible Man, with the Invisible Man rather, Lee Wanell, the director, said, what you're renting is so much more than the movie. You're getting, like, all the bonus features and stuff that would have been on the DVD. So it's not just like going to the movies. You're getting a bit more. They are trying. They're trying. It's a crisis, for God's sake. They didn't have to do this at all. But, okay, so now you might be saying, well, oh, I only have $20. I don't want to spend that much money because, you know, I got to worry about the rent. Valid, valid. And I got bills to pay and I'm out of work. Valid, valid. I can only watch one. If you can only watch one, pick The Invisible Man. Oh, very much so. I went in the day before it opened. I went to an advanced screening to cover it for Patreon, which I never did. Sorry, patrons. You know, the whole thing with the, with the damn you, Uncle Lewis, I keep trying to get it to come out like uh, around the 13th, but it's not coinciding with the, for me to do that, I have to move the scheduling of the major show and I just fret about it. And then all of a sudden it didn't time out right. And then the world exploded. So anyway, not the point right now, but, oh yeah, by the time, by the time I was like, well, I can do it for next weekend. By that time, everybody was already raving about it. And I said, yeah, man, man, man. Anyway, I went to this screening, not expecting a damn thing not a big fan of the invisible man story not one of my favorite universal monsters and also it was coming out in february and as you know if you listen to the show that studios always dump the movies that they think are going to bomb that they don't know what to do with that they're contractually release, uh, bound to release to theaters they dump them out in the theaters in january and february so this is just another one no 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 and also i was thinking uh lee winnell i think he's a great actor and a good writer but in my mind, I lumped him in with James Wan, who I am over in a big way. So I was expecting more, you know, conjuring universe, same old, same old BS. No, 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 no. Lee Wanell knows how to direct a movie. 
He knows how to build suspense. And he knows how to freak you the fuck out. And plus, Elizabeth Moss, killing it in this performance. Absolutely killing it. She is giving you everything and not in the way that you would expect. She's like the femme fatale. Not the femme You know, she's the damsel in distress, yeah, because she's being beaten up all the time. But she doesn't play any scene the way you think you would play. Someone would play it. And that's so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch. She's a devious little actor, and I like that. I like that. She's unexpected. There were parts of The Invisible Man that reminded me of Paranormal Activity at its best. It, particularly if you saw any of the Paranormal Activities on the big screen when everything was huge. You know those long shots of nothing? You know, it would just be of a kitchen. It would just be a long shot, long shot. And you're just scouring every inch of the screen looking for the thing that's going to go awry. He captures a lot of that. Not in the same way, but there's a lot of that suspense. He doesn't use a lot of music. There are no fucking pointless jump scares. There are no jump scares. He's built a solid, tense little thrill. And also, for a lot of the movie, I'm going, so, is this guy walking around naked or what? Because how did he get to the house? Did he, like, just drive a car around being in all invisible naked and stuff like this is a ghost car driving around did he take the bus like all naked and stuff <laughs> putting his naked ass in a dirty bus seat oh god oh sorry I got a little moist there for a second no I didn't I did because I threw up in my lap but no <laughs> but they have a perfectly good explanation and I had a great time I had a great time it's, it's, it's mean people would say oh I don't want to see another movie where a woman gets terrorized for no reason I get that. I get that. But she's coming from an abusive relationship and as someone who came out of an abusive relationship and hers, unfortunately, was much like mine. It was psychologically abusive. You know, I was never hit, was never threatened, but the, not verbally, but it always was there and your mind gets reprogrammed and you become a sheep and it's terrible. It's a terrible place to be. And to see someone go through all that and to see all that stuff and say, yes, 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 I know exactly where she is. I feel you. I feel you. And then to see her fight her way out of it, I said, rock on Elizabeth Moth. I loved The Invisible Man. If you can only pick one, pick that one. The Hunt, on the other hand, it's a mixy-mixy. It's a mixy-mixy. It's, it, I think it's going to be important historically. I think we'll be talking about her for a long time afterwards. And I think the message of it is going to be lost on a lot of viewers. Because it's not what you think it is. Or what it's, go- it's not what you think it's going to be. This side's bad. This side's not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, the gore is great. There's lots of suspense. There's lots of surprises. I mean, there is, there is lots of twists. There's lots of twists. I couldn't keep up with the twists. I'm like, I don't know where we are right now, but it's really fun. Hillary Swank is killing it. Is killing it. But the most suspenseful scene in the movie... Everyone else is like, the whole climax of the film, people are like, oh, they're ever screaming and fighting. I was really concerned about a grilled cheese sandwich because it looked so damn good. Once I saw it, all I could think about was the grilled cheese sandwich, which is the second time this has happened this movie season. The same thing happened with the Birds of Prey movie. Major plot point is her and a grilled cheese sandwich. That was an egg sandwich, rather. So still, some kind of like grilled home-style sandwich. Abused and neglected. I was heartbroken both times. I wept for those sandwiches. 
But I, I am not going to spoil anything with the hunt, but the underlying message, which surprised me about halfway through, I'm like, when he starts, okay, yes, they're hunting, you know, the deplorables. Yeah, we got that. That's all in the trailer. But the people hunting them ain't all knights in shining armor either. They are not nice people. They are not, they're all wretched in their own way. And obnoxious. And the reason the hunt is not going as well as they'd like it to is because they can't stop infighting with each other. They keep nitpicking at each other over everything. And when things turn out the way they turn out, it's kind of, it's just a warning. It's a warning. If you don't like the way things are and you don't like the whole deplorable situation, you want to fix it, then this infighting business is going to get you absolutely nowhere. You're weakening your own defenses. That much said, it is a thrill ride. Uh, it's not as memorable for me, anyways, The Invisible Man, but there's tons of action. It's, it's lots of surprises, lots of cameos. There's like, everybody's in this movie. Everybody you can think of is in this movie, and everybody is doing a great job. So you really can't go wrong either way, especially now that you can see it at home in safety where you're not going to get sick, where you're not going to be sitting in somebody else's slime and snot and like chewed bubble gum under the seat that's crawling all kinds of viri all over your shit. That's not going to happen. It's going to happen in the safety of your home and you'll be supporting all the tech people and all the actors and all the people that worked in this movie because particularly the hunt already had some shit, you know, because you said it already got bumped back in December. And I told you not to go see it on the last episode. And then I went to go see it myself because I can't trust myself because I'm awful. But anyway, I'm babbling now because I can smell my dinner cooking and I want to go eat it. I want to put it in my face. But before I do, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. Since this is a bonus episode, I'm not going to do any of the uh, plugging that I normally do. Would you please stop? Would you please get your mind out of the gutter for one minute? I'm talking about my sponsors. I'm not going to do that today. Because instead, I'm going to introduce a new segment that we're going to keep for the duration of this crisis and maybe even after. I'm going to call it, What's Good? What's good, Patrick? I'm going to tell you something that's good. I am grateful for the way my neighbors in my community here in Sunnyside, Queens, have been handling this crisis. Because for whatever reason, the people here are not losing their minds. Everybody's being careful. Everybody's following the rules. Everybody's preparing. But everyone's retained humanity and civility. What does that mean, Patrick? Well, let me explain. There haven't been, okay, lines are a little bit longer at this, you know, at the pharmacy and at the supermarket. They're a bit longer, not much, maybe five minute extra wait. I'm not seeing people going out with four shopping carts full of crap. Okay, yes, there's no TP, there's no Purell, but that's everywhere. I get that. It's just the way it is. But, I don't see people punching each other in the face for the last scrap of arugula or anything like that. When people pass it, you know, for the most part, you don't see anybody in the streets, you know, but like, especially at night. But during the day, people are, you know, doing the things they absolutely have to do. 
when people pass each other in the street, they will smile. They'll say hello. Oh, they'll nod. No big friendly conversations, but I'm hearing people like who are like, oh, I saw somebody coming towards me on the, on the sidewalk, and I got so scared, I ran across the other side of the street because I didn't want them to cough on me. That kind of paranoia is dangerous, man. And I'm grateful that people here are just remembering that people are human. I, I went to the supermarket to buy all the stuff to make these, this mega meal that might have exploded but didn't. I went to the 24-hour supermarket last night, You know, not even in the middle of the night. It was like 9 p.m. And I was shocked because the shelves were shockingly well-stocked. No rushing, no pushing, no shoving. The line was negligible. I bought everything for two weeks worth of food in and out in 10 minutes. And what made it ironic, not ironic, but just surreal, was that I was listening to the Gaylords of Darkness, the, uh, their picnic on Hanging Rock episode, which is a fabulous episode. They really deep dive into that, and they just light up. Not the point right now. But they were talking about how it's been by how it is by both of them. And they're talking about this, this Mad Max kind of behavior and everybody's terrified. And I'm just thinking, I'm looking around at a community of people around me that are not terrified. Cautious. Playing it safe. Following the rules. Yes. But not terrified. And not buying into the fear that's being shoved down our throats. Yes, there's reason to be concerned. But at this point, I don't think the terror that people are Raining down on this, it's worth it because I, it's, I lived through a plague already, okay? I'm not taking this one lightly, but I also know what got us through the last time was humanity. We took care of each other. The sick, the healthy took care of the sick. We checked in on each other. We didn't just lock ourselves in our apartments and like throw grenades at everybody that came through the door. That's not going to get you anywhere. And I'm really sorry if that's happening by you. But I'm really grateful it's not by me. And I'm hoping that's not coming across as gloating, but just as inspiration to just remember that at the end of this, we're all just people. And we're all just trying to get through this. And if we all just treat each other with a little bit of respect and civility, while keeping our distance and keeping ourselves safe, we'll get through this. It's when you start to fear your neighbor is when society collapses. And at this point, there's no reason for that. This has been my TED Talk. Okay, that's going to wrap it up for episode 288. If you want to get in touch with the show, crew at ScreamQueens.com. That's Queens of the Z. Find me on Facebook. The Facebook page is the place where most of the information is getting to the fastest. So if you haven't signed up for the Facebook page, Scream Queens, where hard gets gay, that's the place to be. The Facebook group, not as active. I forward everything over there, but if you want to get the hottest information, you should be over on the other thing. Uh, uh, and also, the, 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 the links... For everything happening this weekend, for the screening on Saturday, for the Sunday social sesh, which is obviously on Sunday, we're not having ice cream Sundays. You can have an ice cream Sunday, but it's not happening. We're not. We're not providing ice cream. Sundays. It's just happening. On Shut up. You know what I mean? If that's in there, uh, the link to join Discord will be in there, and the link for the gamer page. Little gamer information will all be in the show notes. So please, don't shut yourself. Shut yourself away. Okay, I keep saying this. But just because you have to isolate yourself doesn't mean you have to go through it alone. Because we're all right here waiting for you. We're all in the same situation. 
So let's make the most of it. And don't forget that we are family. I got all my screamers with me. I'm going to wrap it up now because after all, at the end of it all, what is our Scream Queen's final rule? Fight or flight, survive the night, make it to the final reel, baby. And sometimes the fight, and sometimes the fight is internal, but not giving into your fear or wanting to play hero or find someone to blame. Sometimes it's just finding a really good place to stay out of danger in the first place. And that would be your house. So stay home, fuckers. Stay the fuck home. Wash your fucking hands and know that I love you. See you next time. Hope to see you at the movies tomorrow and see you at the sesh. Bye-bye. All of the music for tonight's show, unless otherwise specified, has been written by Sam Haynes. You can find all of his music at www.bandcamp.com. Bitches! <laughs> Ew.